Hey, Lauren. <laughs> hey, Ashley. <laughs> Long time no see. <laughs> I know, it's been like two or three minutes since <laughs> we lost at this. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the... like we could use a better intro, too. Yeah, but, for sure. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> but for those who might not know, um, a little behind-the-scenes moment, we record one night. We normally will record one night a week for the week for so the week. We'll, we'll we did lauren's episode on wednesday and now this episode will come out on friday but it's monday we recorded both of these on monday because we're proactive people we are <laughs> honestly it's worked out pretty good so far yeah yeah i like Works the schedule mm-hmm. <laughs> all right lauren so, i'm excited Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. So today, we are going to be discussing the bystander effect. Yes. Okay. So, definition of the bystander effect is a social, it's a social psychological phenomenon or theory that states that individuals are less likely to offer help to a victim when there are other people present. That's the... That's... And it sounds like such a simple definition, yeah. but in practice, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see it all. I've seen it all the time on, on um, like shows and stuff. I used to watch a show called Brain Games, and I think they did something <gasps> similar, or maybe it was yes. on YouTube. I saw it where it's like you don't, you know, people you hear a noise or whatever, and you think, oh, somebody else will take care of it yeah or you see somebody laying on the side of the street and you're like oh well you know i'm not the only one here so somebody else will do it and then nothing ever gets done because then, yeah. every single person has that thought exactly so how did they so crazy yeah it is insane and the way they became aware of this was actually because of a murder that happened oh. In 1964. So the murder happened, and then they were like, what? Like, this? there's a name for this that just mm-hmm. happened. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, and then they started to do experiments, because they were like, why did nobody do anything? I mean, this woman was murdered. Let me, I'll explain Ooh. what happened, and then, <laughs> and then we'll get into it. Okay. Okay. So her name was Kitty uh, Genovese. Uh, and she was murdered in front of her home. She parked her car uh, a few feet from her apartment when a man named Winston Mosley chased her down and stabbed her in the back twice. Like, in plain... Like, in public. On, yep, on street. Due to the excruciating pain, Kitty screamed for help, as one does when they're stabbed in the back. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> And a neighbor responded shouting at the criminal, let that girl alone, immediately after getting the attention of the criminal. Winston fled the scene and left the girl crawling towards her apartment. And there was no motivation for this that anybody knows of? Like, he was just... Mm-mm. just I don't think so. Nothing that's explained, at least, in this scenario. There might have been, but... Because they obviously caught him, so... But he probably just saw her and he's probably tweaked out or something. I don't know. <laughs> So several, several witnesses reported to have seen Winston flee the scene, 
with his car and return 10 minutes after the response of one of the neighbors. After seeing her on the ground, almost unconscious, he stabbed her again several more times. And people witnessed this. They witnessed him coming back. Hold on. Hold on. on. (laughs) I gotta backtrack. (laughs) That doesn't sound real. So he stabbed her. Mm -hmm. He left the scene. Mm -hmm. She was still laying there. Mm -hmm. He came back and stabbed her again. Yep. And And nobody did anything about it. Not even the neighbor who yelled at him. This is probably, I mean, I think it was at night. So may, he may not have seen what happened, but he still didn't go check on her or anything. And then all these people are like, oh yeah, I saw that happen. Yeah. They saw him come back. Or they saw him leave. And then they saw him come back. And stab her again. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my gosh. And this is all, you know, right outside of her car so we're outside on the street and then it says after that he stole her money and then sexually assaulted her right there on the street what yeah that's so sad is very tragic and it's the fact that this i mean this couldn't have taken two minutes you know this this took probably took some time and he probably took his time with it because nobody was doing anything. And I'm hoping, like, it's so twisted, but, like, I'm hoping that nobody was, like, watching this happen. Yeah. You know, like, I'm hoping they were, like, like they saw it and then chose to ignore it and thought that somebody else would take care of it. Yeah. Like, you know. You would hope. <laughs> I don't. I just hope they're not, like, watching this happen and not doing anything about it. So, eventually, a neighbor called the police. About time. Yeah. <laughs> That's about <time>. Yeah. <laughs> and the ambulance arrived, but it was it was too late. I mean, so she, yeah. I bet. I bet it was too late. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Isn't that just insane? That's I mean, she so called for help. Crazy. and I mean, this article says none of the dozen or so people in the nearby apartment building who heard her cries called the police to report the incident. And like, I understand there, so the bystander effect is coming from this that happened, like this thing that happened. Mm -hmm. But like, like I get, like I can relate to people in the bystander effect in some of the situations, but for some reason in this situation, I'm like, I definitely would have called. Oh yeah. At least called the police. Like I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. like get involved because that's dangerous for me, Mm -hmm. but like I would have called somebody, you know? I mean, they would probably have to come question you after the fact but yeah but yeah like you know it's just see oh my god it took 30 minutes it said the attack first began at 3 20 a.m but it was not until 3 50 that someone first contacted police that's so insane if the police weren't there in like even if i was you know under the influence of this effect you know like oh someone must have called the police already by 3 30 i still would have called you know yeah like 3 30 i would have been like okay there's no police here i'm gonna call yeah you know what i mean some woman's like screaming for her life right now and nobody is nobody's saying anything wow 
Oh my god. So this one says 38 neighbors were aware. 38 people. That's just like insane to me how many people oh this gosh. affects. Just like how interesting that is that every <sighs> single one of those people just assumed just, that ass- somebody yeah. else had done something. Mm-hmm. So so I guess they're like unpacking, they're investigating this murder or whatever. And so how long did it take for them to put a name to what happened? Like do you know? Um I don't know. I think I think it wasn't until the experiments started that they became like they made a name for it, but you know, it's not like the most you know, like obscure concept. Yeah, or a creative name. You yeah, know, it's just the bystander. The bystander. Effect. <laughs> I just didn't know how long it took. Like, I don't know. Like they like this happened, and then somebody was like, "Wait, like thirty mm-hmm. eight people," and then they were like, "Wait, yeah. has this happened before?" When, that's like, literally that's literally what happened. Like, what is this called? Yeah. Like, people aren't doing anything about it because they're assuming that somebody else did, and just got to be this mm-hmm. huge thing. That's so crazy. Yeah, so two social psychologists, actually, they asked the same questions. They were like, why were all of these people, all of these neighbors, indifferent and seemingly unconcerned with what was going on? You know? And it's not that they weren't concerned. They just thought somebody else was yeah. more yeah. concerned or, they just, or had already done... They showed a lack of reaction towards her. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't yeah. do anything that was clearly in need of help and not getting it. So these two um, psychologists named Dar, Dar, last names Darley and Latine, Latine, thought of an experiment that might kind of help explain what happened. So I do remember I learned this in my social psychology class, you know, the whole the whole murder and then this as well. So they recruited university students as most researchers do because it's a very big population of people yeah, that they have like easily at their disposal. Pretty typical. Yeah. Um and told them that they were participating in a discussion about personal problems. And that they would be taken into separate rooms to have a discussion about whatever they were told. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then it would be, so then they were told the conversation will be taking place over microphones and speakers just so the participants will not be able to physically see the other participants that they are talking to. Okay. So they'll be taken to separate rooms. They're talking to another participant. But they can't see them. They can only hear them. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. And then they... So that'll come in later. Yeah. Physically see the other participants that they're talking to. The topic upon which the conversation will resolve... Or revolve around their college lives. So pretty typical, pretty... Whatever. Just not really important to... Because then, you know... uh, They'll be given two minutes to speak. And then... Uh, their microphones will be turned off and the mm-hmm. other subject will start to talk. Mm-hmm. The actual subject, so they, the subjects are talking, but, and they think that another participant's listening, but it's really probably a confederate or just nobody, and they play this audio that will come in. Yeah. Um, 
after their turn is done, then they'll hear someone in their headphones uh, start to make noises, thinking, oh my gosh, I'm having a fit, I, something's going on, I, don't, I, I need help, blah, 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 um, over, the, over the thing, like, oh my god, this has a little quote, it says, I'm, I'm having a fit, I think I'm, help me, I, I can't, oh my god, if someone can just help me out here, I can't breathe properly, I'm feeling, I'm going to die, kind of So thing. the person in the room is hearing somebody else, like, panic this. in yes. some way. Yes, thinking something's wrong, and they're yeah. all in these rooms alone, so the, so the subject thinks that they're the only person that knows what's going on. Yeah. This was really interesting, because I think they did different, uh, uh, what are they called? Sorry, I lost my word. Like trials? Yes. But so each time, I think they did a different amount of people listening, if that makes sense. So, so like a different amount of people in the same room listening? Or? No. So, so I think they did, uh, so one-on-one, so only one person, like they think only one person can hear the person asking for help. Mm-hmm. And then they did other ones where they did more than one person that can hear it. Okay. Um, to see if if they would do anything. If, because, like, people being present mattered. Yes. Uh, and it, it did. Well, okay, so only 31% in this experiment, only 31% of the subjects tried to seek for help. This means that most of the subjects didn't bother to look for the experimenters to help the suffering participant. Most of them were obviously anxious, but their reaction was not there. So they were aware it was going on. So wait, okay, so they're in the room, they hear that somebody is like asking or needing help. So are they like, did the person, like what kind of reaction were they expecting? Like for them to like run to the door or like Anything. ask somebody? Like, mm-hmm. but so some people didn't react at all. They just like sat there and like yeah looked. Most people didn't or yeah. Yeah, only 31 did ask for help or look for help for this person. To, to help the other person. Mm-hmm. And then what was, I guess, like, what if some people just had, like, a, like a late response? Does that make sense? Like, did they give them, like, okay, so within, we're going to play this tape. The person has, like, they, they, the person doesn't know this, but, like, the testers are, like, they have a minute to react yeah was that like a thing like how long or somebody i don't know like had like a delayed response but it didn't count because it wasn't like within their testing time does that make sense yeah no it does make sense i I guess it wouldn't matter but yeah i don't know um i don't know i know they they were collecting the time the dependent variable was the time it took for them so i assume Oh, okay. They waited a good amount of time before they were like, oh, maybe we okay. should. You know what I mean? So the time, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And then the independent variable was the number of participants within a group, discussion group. So if they had three people in a discussion group, that means two people knew about the one confederate, about the issue, or the that they needed help. Mm-hmm. And so that 
would affect how they responded or if they responded at all. So the results proved that when more people were present or more people aware of the person needing help, the more time it took for something to happen. I think so, yeah. Or no time at all. Like they didn't, just never did it. I don't, okay, so I'm trying to like picture myself in the situation. And for some reason, I think I'd be more likely to react faster if I was with somebody else mm-hmm. well, than, I was, than if I was alone. Oh, it says right here. First is a solo one-on-one conversation, and the last is a group of six participants, which is one subject and five pre-recorded voices. One of the pre-recorded voices is the epileptic student having the seizures. Sorry, I missed that whole thing. (laughs) Because then it says, so 31%, I think, overall. However, when it was just one-on-one, 85% of hmm. the people sought help for okay. that student. I think I was also thinking, I know you, I think I asked you and you said no. I was still thinking that there were like two, like as they, as it went up, there were multiple people in the room. Mm-mm. Not no, necessarily. No, no. It's like, it's still only one person in the room, yes. but they're hearing a conversation of yes. two, three, four, five people. Yes. And one of those people in the conversation are like needing help yeah so they have they each are in a separate you know they think they're all in separate rooms but it's really only one participant that's actually being studied but they think they're all in separate rooms they were given a microphone and headphones in that room so they can hear the people through their headphones in the other rooms Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense yeah sorry I didn't explain no, that no, no. very well. It was just, I just was trying to, like, comprehend. Because I still feel like, though, I don't know. I still think being around other people would make me react faster. Or being aware. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Because I would let somebody else handle it before I did. Which is the point yeah. of the bystander <laughs> effect. Yeah. If a bunch of people, I don't know though, because I've seen, I, I don't know if it's just because I'm a nosy person. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Because like, if I'm in a room by myself and someone's going, I, I need help, like, I'm going to open the door and be like, are you good? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Be like, but oh. if you were with, but then would you do the same thing if you, if you were aware of four other people, like listening to the conference, would you still like open the door and be like, hey, you good? Or would you expect somebody else to do that? I think I still would, just because I want to know what's going on, and if help is actually being on the way. Because I think if if help was actually going to that person in a different room, there would be hustling in the hallway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'd be like, if I don't hear anything, I'd be like, uh, what's going on? <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think that's just because I'm a nosy person and I want to know what's going on at all times. I don't know what I would do. So it'd be like an unintentional asking for help. (laughs) I really don't. I think a part of me too, like I understand this is an experiment or whatever, a study, Mm -hmm. but it would matter if I knew the person. Okay. If, so like, like if let's just say it was like we were in this room, like we were doing the study and it was like you and like other people we know mm-hmm. then i think i'd be more inclined 
to see if you were okay without the presence of other people mm-hmm. or like with the pre- like if other people like if five of us heard you sure. i think i'd be like oh well ashley like because like, i know you there's that established relationship there mm-hmm. whereas if i didn't know you you don't think then you i don't think i think i would wait for somebody else to hmm. or just to see like would you wait a certain amount of time yeah i think i would like i think i, I wouldn't be the first to okay. go check on the person i would like wait for somebody else to and then like if that makes sense ask, yeah yeah that makes sense it's very which i know i don't know like the point is like that you would like if like yeah because i mean like if you were being like murdered on the side of the road i'm like oh my god that's like my bestie ashley like yeah. then obviously i would like do something about it before right. waiting for somebody else to but like if i don't know you then it shouldn't matter right right but like I just would be I'd be like apprehensive about it like sure I think most people would because you don't know yeah you know what I mean like I'm apprehensive to help just somebody on the side of the road mm-hmm. or stop because somebody asked me to if I don't know them because I don't know you know you just I don't know what their know. intentions are right like I don't know their life <laughs> so yeah oh it's so crazy yeah do you think you've ever like a real life situation have you ever been in one where like not obviously not as like major as somebody getting murdered but like where Mm, that's a good question i'm trying to think for myself too because i don't think so well i guess an example i mean but i'm not gonna like a fight like one time there was a fight in the mall Mm. and people were trying to break it up and i but like people did nobody just stood like or right. when fights happen like people don't yeah they just that's stand there. like color guard i was trying to relate it back to that because that's the only time i would think somebody would get hurt or something would happen that would need attention quickly but every, somebody does all the someone always runs to help well okay so we've talked about this before with our show this past season because it was like low-key kind of dangerous and we were mm-hmm. like, what do we do if something happens during a performance? So yeah, I guess that question. could be, like, if we're in the middle of performance and Sydney, like, fell off the German wheel. Right. Like, do we, like, would somebody stop and help. help her? Or would we all just, like, keep going? Or, right. like, you know? Because you would, you would think somebody else would go, though? Would that yeah. be the intent Maybe. Or, like, you would think that Carly would go. Right. But she doesn't. But then, I don't know, it'd be different. Like, at practice, it wouldn't matter. But, like, I don't know, if we're in, like, Ohio during prelims. like someone hurt gets hurt on stage. Yeah, that's a really good question. Because we talked about it. We were, like, I don't think we ever talked about it with Carly, but I think we just Mm -hmm. assumed that we would have to keep going, and -hmm. it would be up to her to stop. Like, we can't stop without a staff member saying to stop. Right. So... Yeah, I think in some cases I've, I don't know if it's necessarily a bystander thing, but maybe somebody made a comment that I found to be alarming. In terms of, I don't I don't even know how to explain. Like, if this sounds so bad, but if someone were to say something that alluded to having thoughts of self harm or something, I would talk to them, mm. I guess. But I don't know if I would 
automatically jump to to somebody else to seek help for them. Does that make sense? Yes. Even though I should. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're... But I don't think I've ever had somebody say something that's that alarming that I should... You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, because that's happened before, too, where people, I don't know, like, worst case scenario, and then they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I should have said something, you know? Yeah. I don't but. even know if I would realize it. Like, okay, so something's yeah. happening, and you're like, oh, my God, this is literally the yeah. bystander effect happening right now. What's really interesting now is at work, because I work with kids, mm-hmm. I am now, like, a mandated reporter. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so like, any- if anything happens... Well, if anything happens, obviously, at the place, then yes. But also, if I see something on the kid that might show that something's happening at home, I have to You have tell to report somebody. it. I have to, yeah. Like, I'm required. You know? Yeah. Which is interesting, because that completely takes away any kind of bystander because if i didn't that would be a bystander effect i think so somebody else yeah somebody else in his life will notice or their life you know will get that but um but i can't i can't do that so i don't know maybe i don't know if that'll change anything Hmm. in the way i view situations like that so there that's a good point though about how now they're like things that cancel out the bystander effect happening mm-hmm. kind of unintentionally i'm sure where they weren't like okay this like by making ashley have to report things we're erasing the idea that nobody can like that nobody right. will but mm-hmm. it's like you know in a way yeah but even even though i'm required to report something there might be stuff that's overlooked by accident because you mm-hmm. think oh they're kids you know, they get bumps and scrapes and bruises because they're kids and they lose their balance and they hit their knee on something, you know, mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's just because it, it could still happen. You could still fall victim to the bystander effect in that way. But I think adding those precautions or adding those labels of you're a mandatory mandatory reporter so now you're looking for stuff Mm -hmm. maybe even if it's subconsciously just in case kind of thing you know yeah i don't know also i wonder oh yeah teachers and guidance counselors Mm -hmm. but okay so now i'm wondering if age has any like what like the effect of age is on the bystander effect mm. because i don't know you were mentioning like kids mm-hmm. and like if something happened to like let's say, let's say you weren't involved and another student noticed i, I mean i know that the kids you work with like it probably wouldn't happen but like if it did like would a kid okay, would a child be more likely to let somebody know something without other know. people Is that, do you get what i'm saying like i do applying this concept to like a younger generation versus an older generation yeah i don't know that's a good question because you would think i i wouldn't think that younger kids would know what to look for mm-hmm. to well, be then, able then, to say mm-hmm. oh that 
you know, something's happening with that kid, like something's happening at home. But then like with that experiment though, and they mm-hmm. were like the person, like if the child, that, that those were children and they yeah. heard somebody asking for help, I wonder would they react, the, like how would they react knowing how many people also heard it? Yeah. Cause I don't know, I feel like kids, I think the percentage would be higher. I think the bystander effect, like the effects of that would be lowered with kids. I think so too. I think I was going in that direction because kids don't understand until like a certain age that their thoughts are their own. Yeah, they just hear somebody ask for help and they would probably react immediately. Yeah. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know how they would react. I guess it would depend on the kid. If that yeah. sense. But I guess they'd also have to be old enough to like comprehend like what help means. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't have like toddlers, obviously. No. Most, I mean, most toddlers know what help means. Maybe not in that context. Because I think it might be unethical also to probably put kids through through a psychological test like that. <laughs> Where someone's screaming Probably. for help. <laughs> and then there's, like, nothing wrong. Yeah. Because I don't know how you would explain that in a debrief session afterwards. At least with young kids. You might be able to do, like, uh, maybe middle school age. But maybe late elementary school, but... I don't, I wouldn't, that's probably pushing it, too. That's so, I'm just sitting here, like, thinking, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask, like, a Q&A question, or you should, if you're editing this one. Mm-hmm. Like, what, I don't know how to word it, like, do you think you'd be, like, a victim of the bystander effect? Or, like, or have well, you ever? have you been victim of it? What would yeah. you do? That's another thing I love. I'm realizing advice columns and what would you do scenarios. Because the other one, the like best friend murder one, I was like talking about that for at least a week with different, (laughs) like different groups of people. Because it's it's, like a good, like, it is a good question. Conversation. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, what would you do in this? What would you do? Because you would, you know, in a lot of that, you would hope you would do one thing. But then when it comes down to it, would you you actually actually do that thing? you know yeah it's so easy to say what you would do you mm-hmm. think you would do mm-hmm. and, then, and <sighs> i think that's what happens a lot of times with stuff like this or when somebody is trying to help and something goes wrong and then people blame that person because they didn't react right yeah you know and it's like well i didn't know what to do i was in shock or they didn't react the same way that that the person commenting would, you know. Follow up question again. Mm-hmm. Would well, because I, I was thinking about the best friend murder one, and it was like a point made that if your best friend told you, then you're now an accessory to the murder. Uh huh. If you're witnessing somebody get stabbed on the street, are you now an accessory? to the murder well no because you no. weren't told yeah but you saw it happen and didn't do anything is that is that a crime i don't 
Because you have 38 so. people saying that he did it. Yeah. But 38 witnesses who are, I'm, I'm assuming, willing to testify in court that they yeah. saw this man kill her on mm-hmm. the street. But you didn't do anything. Does that, like... That's a great question. <laughs> I mean, I would, I mean, because, like, as somebody who probably wouldn't react, I mean, I would hope I'd call the police, right? But, like, if I didn't, right. like, I don't know. Should we be speaking mm-hmm. out more? If you're falling victim of the bystander effect, could you be in trouble for that? I guess it depends. I feel like it would depend on how close or how involved you were. You know like saying? if you were on the street watching it versus if you were like in your apartment looking out your window. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. That's so tough. Because we don't know the law enough to answer it. I feel like it's definitely <laughs> yeah. like a like, <laughs> well, not just that, but also how do you you know, I don't know. I does that make sense, though? Yeah, it does. I'm just stumbled because I don't know how to answer. I mean, because the I, difference... I mean, like, yeah, he didn't tell you that he right. was going to murder her. But I just feel like there should be some consequence. For, like, no, I agree doing with you. anything. Yeah. But then, you know, I don't... <laughs> so Especially weird. if you're going to be a witness. Like, if you're going yeah. like, to... It'd be one thing if you were, like no i didn't see anything but like you did like you know but you're admitting to being a witness <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> yeah i don't know just what's on my that's mind that's a right thinker now. for sure <laughs> that's just what i don't know that's so hold on i had an answer and now it left my brain i mean i guess i could look up like consequences of being a bystander like could a bystander but you don't want people to get involved, right? Because that could mean somebody else gets hurt. You know what I'm saying? Because if if I was like, oh, I'm gonna do something about it, but and then, then I he get like hurt, you, right? So you can't blame somebody for not getting involved. But then if we, but yeah, but if the bystander effect was switched, and everybody wanted to get involved instead of nobody, then the person like doing the killing in that case would have been stopped way sooner that's also true yeah i would i mean like obviously like the weapon would matter Mm -hmm. because like a knife versus a gun but right still though i don't know power in numbers yeah but then also like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's hard it's a hard yeah wait i'm looking it up I'm just, I'm just looking at, like, could a bystander be charged as an accessory to murder? There is, like, failure to report a crime. Hmm. Suppose you're a witness to a crime and you don't report it to the police. Wait, accessory after the fact. Oh. It's too much in this article to... In most states, failure to report is not illegal. But a small minority of states have enacted laws punishing individuals who fail to report certain types of crimes to the authorities. In Texas, you can be charged with a Class A misdemeanor for failing to report an offense that resulted in serious bodily injury or death. In Ohio, on the other hand, it's illegal to knowingly fail to report a felony. Hmm. So, 
if you're not in Texas, mm-hmm. no. You can't be charged for it? You can't be charged for failing to, for not reporting a crime. Hmm. Only in Texas. Texas and Ohio. Well, te- Ohio is like a felony. Hmm. But Texas is the only one that's like a serious crime. Interesting. Hmm. So people are also wondering this. Okay. So I yeah. thought maybe it was just me. I just saw a New York Times article. And the, the heading is like, if someone is, for example, a witness to a murder, he could have prevented without harming himself as he is guilty as the perpetrator. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it, not as guilty, though. I don't know. What if he is as guilty? But you're not the one doing the killing. Yeah. And it also, like, I think it, again, depends on how much you know how much you witnessed you know what i'm saying yes because if i'm say this happened in new york right and the buildings are tall and i'm on the seventh floor Mm -hmm. and i hear this woman scream so i go check out the window but i can't see anything because it's three o'clock in the morning and it's dark dark but i can see that she's screaming for help is that enough to constitute me being you know what I'm saying? Is, is yeah. that enough information for me to be also included in somebody who, like, an accessory? Or... Because that'd be different than, like, somebody who just so happened to be walking past on the right, street. Right, could see could the... could see it happening. Right. Or see the blood or see him physically attacking her. You know? Yeah. Because if... I feel like if somebody saw that much, then... I would be like, dude, or girl, why didn't you say anything? Yeah. Where someone on the seventh floor is, I can understand, especially if yeah. you can't see anything at night. Well, and then also, I guess it could have been, like, I'm thinking that, like, they knew a murder was happening, but, like, if you're in New York, a busy city, what if it's just, like, kids joking around? Right. Because like you said, if you're like so high up, it's dark. You really can't see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if you don't hear it laughing, I don't know. Like, I mean, people could, or like the sound of New York anyway, or like exactly. a lot. So exactly. If you're hearing just like help, like I mean, you might think nothing of it and go right. about your life. Yeah. Or it'd be like, I don't want to get involved because what if it's just some guy some tweaking? Kid, yeah, exactly. Or some girl tweaking out out of her mind. Yeah. She's like high on crack or something i don't know and you're just like not wanting to be yeah involved. yeah oh man i know well they have two major explanations okay let's hear for it. why or what like might contribute to the bystander effect the first one um is that the presence of others creates a diffusion of responsibility it's fair yeah so saying that if oh if there's like four other people then i don't need to because somebody else will somebody else will yeah yeah they don't feel as much pressure to take Mm -hmm. action whereas we because in the other one how 31 percent of people did only 31 percent of people did something Mm -hmm. whereas 85 percent of people did something when it was just them them because they knew oh it's all on me right now yeah to say something to help this person the second is the need to behave in correct and socially acceptable ways. 
Hmm. which is interesting to me. The need to behave in socially correct ways. Mm -hmm. So if somebody is on the side of the street laying down, they don't look good, they look like they need help or something, and nobody else around you is doing something, and then you do something about it, now you're the oddball. See what I'm saying? I mean, you're doing the right thing by helping this person, but socially, because everybody else is just doing mm-hmm. the exact same thing by walking by and not doing mm-hmm. anything about it, you're now out of that role, like that mm-hmm. social group, I guess. So that, like, I guess people unconsciously knowing that would prevent them from yeah so this says yeah so this says when other observers fail to react individuals often take this as a signal that a response is not needed or not oh i see so it's like one person it it takes like one person to react and then Mm -hmm. everybody's reacting because Mm -hmm. that's becoming the the norm Mm -hmm. or whatever in that situation whereas if like nobody reacts and then we're all not reacting yep because that's the norm yep Ooh. Yeah. It is interesting because I remember, I don't remember where I saw it, but I know I saw it. It was this guy. It was, he dressed as a, um, he dressed in like this nice suit <gasps> at one point. And he was Have in the elevator, it? the elevator experiment? No. Oh. He was just on the, he was on some stairs in like oh. DC, I think, or New York. Um, a busy intersection where people are just walking all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one, he was in this nice suit. Because I think they were trying to see, will people help? Like, how does your appearance affect oh, how many people will help you? Yes, I've seen those. Well, so one, he was in a nice suit. He looked like a businessman with a little bit of money. And then in another scenario, he was dressed more in casual clothing or rundown clothing to see if people would still help him, even though he didn't present as someone with money if yeah. that makes sense um and you could see people when he was dressed that and not in the suit but in the other way um you could see people take notice of him and not do anything but they knew he was there and mm-hmm. then as soon as like one person went over there a lot of people did then another person the another person that had walked by earlier or whatever that was con- looked concerned but didn't do anything because nobody else was doing anything. Mm. But as soon as that other person did, then they were like, oh, let's go help them. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The one I was thinking of was, I guess, I don't know if it really applies now that you said that one, because that one makes perfect sense. But it was like this guy in an elevator and it was like, depending like, like why we all, like how people, so, like, he would get in the elevator and face the other way than the way you were expecting to leave. Yes, I And everybody that. would turn around to mm-hmm. copy what he would... Or, like, one person would do it, and then everybody would start to, like, mm-hmm. face the other way because he was. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they were dumb because then the door opened yeah. normally. Like, you know? Yeah. I just thought... I thought it applied in my head, but that yours is a better example. No, but that is a thing. That's a real thing that people... Because you want to fit in with the group. Yeah. So you're gonna do what everybody else is doing. It. I saw another one. I think this was on Brain Games. This one, where they had one person. They were. It was a waiting room for an experiment, or that was the setup that they had for this person. But they had one mm-hmm. person walk in, 
and sit down and then they would hear a beep and then all the confederates that were in the room too stood up stood up and then and this person's like what's going on yeah. <laughs> and then eventually they start to stand up when the beep would go off with everybody else yeah but then what was interesting was that when all of the confederates left that person still did it still kept doing it kept doing it and then when another participant walked in and sat down the person kept doing it to the point where that person the did second it. participant was also standing up too with the beep that's so creepy. isn't that crazy would you what would you do if you were in a room I like don't that no I, I feel like I would have I, I I don't know I would hope I was because I'd feel so awkward and probably get really anxious because like I don't want to stand up every time this thing goes off but that's what everybody's doing. Is oh it something I should be doing? You know what I mean? What would you do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Because when the second participant walked in, I think she asked, she's like, why are you doing this? And then the girl's like, I don't know. They were doing it when I got here. So she had no reason. She was just doing it She had it because... no idea why, but she was still doing it. Which is so <sighs> It's so, so crazy, crazy how, because we're so, I mean, obviously we're social creatures, but it's just so crazy how much it affects what behaviors you'll do. I don't know what I would do. I think I would probably conform. I would probably be I, standing yeah, up and sitting down. I probably would too at some point. And then I think if somebody came in, I'd be like, I, I think I would stop once the know? people left. I don't know. <laughs> probably wouldn't because even when she was in the room alone she was doing it which is so weird i don't know if i would i would hope that i would like not do it and like wait for some kind of consequence Mm -hmm. like with like if i don't do it but anything happen yeah but that would give me so much anxiety yeah because what if i don't do it and something bad happens exactly that's so crazy Mm -hmm. i don't know actually (laughs) I don't know. I know. I, well, I do know. I would probably be the person that would stand up. I would keep doing it, but, like... <sighs> I know. Oh, it's so crazy. It'd be fun to run some of these, but that's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> In time, I don't have. Yeah. Man. Oh, I'm going to be thinking about this all night now. Gosh. You mean looking it up? Yeah like bystander effect or like psychology experiments or something mm-hmm. like that i don't know i enjoy talking about psychology stuff oh. obviously i enjoy like the cool stuff like that or actually no, i think all of it's interesting and it all makes sense it's like mm-hmm. when you learn about like i just like, like that it applies to your life so well yeah that you're because sometimes i notice things or i was talking to a somebody I think on Friday, about how um, the job I'm in, you know, you see kids do these things, and you're like, oh, that's just a kid being a kid, but now that I have certain training, you can recognize. Yeah, and there's words to go with what they're doing. So if a kid's asking for something, you know, that's called manding. So now I'm like, oh, when that kid asks you for this, that's the manding for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or if they're just labeling stuff. Because, you know, a kid sees a truck go by and they're like, truck, that's a truck. 
you know, and that's them tacting. And it's just so many, like, there's terms to go with the things that are normal. That are happening. In development. Uh, that's just so cool to me. I love uh, it. <laughs> I love it. Man. I mean, it's also a good, like, reasoning why psychology is so hard and difficult to study because mm -hmm. it's literally, like, your everyday life. Mm -hmm. And it's so individual. It's hard to generalize a lot of stuff to the majority because there's so many different cases yeah. because what happens here what happens in our culture in our society might be way different than what happens in french culture and french mm -hmm. society and what they might do in a situation i wonder if there are this. like psychological anthropologists if that's like a a field because anthropology, you know, deals with, like, yeah different cultures in comparison to ours, or wherever. Well, there's cultural anthropology. But I don't... That's a good question. I but, like, know. somebody who specifically studies, like, I don't know, like, psychology. Yeah. Or, like, the psychology of people in different... Or is that yeah. what anthropology is? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well... I don't think so, but... But that would be cool. If it was real. I don't know if it's real or not. Mm -hmm. That was good, Ashley. Thanks. Claps to you. <laughs> that was good. All on also, a whim, too. Man. But I love it. I knew, I knew. I know about this a good amount. I just don't know how to put it into words. So I yeah. looked up some stuff to help me from a couple websites. I have verywellmind.com and explorable.com. Talking about bystand, bystander apathy experiment. Hmm really cool stuff <laughs> wow oh okay oh yeah. i feel like i could talk about this forever i know me too gotta go though yeah man well thanks for listening this has been unqualified conversations <laughs> yeah second week of our second season oh my god oh, uh -uh. there's the clock again wow it's our time to go <laughs> time <laughs> time's up <laughs> Oh man! Oh. <laughs> don't it's don't spiral too much. You'll be there so all day. So crazy. Yeah. It's really cool though. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can't. Oh, bye. Right. bye. I just can't. I can't even. <laughs> what is it?